Cheesement and Wine. This is the 20th episode of my podcast, and it's actually the end of the year of this crazy-ass year. So a huge thank you to everyone that listens to my podcast, because I know, I know, sometimes I can be psychotically annoying, but... Wow, you guys might actually like me if you guys continue to listen. So thank you so, so much again for grabbing a wine and a drink with me and listening to all of my cheese men. Well, like I said in the last episode, this sure has been a freaking year. And with the end of the year, literally right, like, right around the corner, it's hard to mentally comprehend what the hell we've all just been through in 2020. But even knowing that, it's great to be hopeful that 2021 will be better for all of us. And so with that, I thought I'd talk some cheese and shit about myself by defining what is imposter syndrome. I actually didn't even know what the hell that was, but I think that we all actually suffer from it, and we don't even realize we have this issue, but as the new year is coming, it's really good to recognize what we are doing to bring ourselves down. Before I do this little dive in, I've clearly got my gorge glass of wine, which you guys... I've mentioned this wine probably 50 times, um, but it's my new favorite Target wine called the Highlander Red Blend. It's so, so freaking smooth, not too harsh on the tannins part, and it's like eight bucks, so such a steal. And you know, for you bougie assholes, sit down because the majority out here um, we're trying to save during the holidays, so zip it. But cheers, guys. So imposter syndrome is a pattern in which an individual like doubts their skills, talents, or accomplishments and has a persistent internalized fear of being exposed as a fraud. So usually you feel like you can't do the job people want or expect you to do. Um, which you get freaked out that people will figure out that you are a fraud. And even if you are like the successful person in your job and you do everything right and you do this stuff every day so you should be able to do it efficiently, you still feel like you suck and you can't do anything right. The doctor I work with actually told me that I have this Literally, you guys, I'm like a psycho. You know, I've written numerous stuff for my job and they all have been published and have been, you know, I've been doing my job for almost five years now. And usually I feel like I don't know what I'm doing and that even if I try, I'm still not doing it right. And that everyone will realize that I don't know what the hell I'm doing and fire me. And so my, the doctor I work with was actually like, you know, trying to give me words of affirmation. And she told me, you know, you have imposter syndrome. So that's how I learned about it. Not only do I have these feelings with my job, I even do this in my personal relationships. And if you've ever 
asked my friends or family. I'm constantly paranoid about everything because I don't want to mess stuff up. Not only for them, but for myself because it's embarrassing. And I think sometimes I think I have to get rid of feeling that way, but it's actually something that I'm learning to be okay with feeling, Um, you know, feelings associated with imposter syndrome, because as long as you can set them aside before those, you know, thoughts harm you, you're going to be fine and it's completely normal. So how you can acknowledge your feelings of being an imposter and also live your life efficiently is reminding yourself of where these feelings are coming from and like why you're ready to move past them. And then go ahead and check imposter syndrome off your to-do list. A lot of my triggers stem from past experiences that have given me kind of PTSD and therefore like I want to back out of things because I don't feel like I'm good enough to do them and actually a lot of my PTSD is probably from like college I once you guys cheese my time I once had he didn't tell me but a lot of times I'm not the smartest person in the room I'm not the brightest crayon in the color box but I was a biology major with a ton of very, very smart people who are very successful. And so I was pretty dumb, but I don't want people to tell me that. I'm already saying that, right? I had this stupid professor who literally added me just recently on Facebook, and I was like, ew, why? Anyways, he knew knew that I disliked him, but... While I had him as a professor, he told one of the smartest girls, you guys, she's a doctor, she's gorgeous, she's amazing, I love her, but he, she told me that this is what he told her, and she was, she was offended for me. He told her, we had reports to turn in, and he told her that, um, I got a better grade than her, and that she should be embarrassed. So... Yeah, no wonder I got imposter syndrome. And a lot of people have said really snarky things to me before in my past. Um, And I'm sure that not everybody means them. uh, But either way, you know, those type of experiences create this freaking issue with myself. And therefore, I don't think that I can do the best job ever. I had watched a TED Talk that the doctor that told me I had imposter syndrome um, recommended me to watch. And side note, ew, I'm by no means a TED Talk person. Like, I will not sit there and be like, hmm, interesting. Like, I should watch a TED Talk on this. Like, if some of you guys do that, cute, but not me, ew. I think it's so boring. I don't want to be lectured. I don't care. But, like... You know what? And I even heard that there's a legit TED Talk about this, like, scientist and his dead duck that he freaking kept. And, like, people showed up for that shit. Like, there's a whole auditorium of people passing around this dead duck. Now, I don't, I didn't watch the TED Talk, right? Like, clearly I didn't watch the TED Talk, but, you know, it might have had a significant and important meaning, the dead duck. But, like, to me, that's not cute. So... Anyways, anyways, the TED Talk that I watched about imposter syndrome really um, defined what it was and kind of how to go about life not letting that shit ruin you. 
the amount of anxiety I bring upon myself, like literally I do it. Like it's, it's me. Like I'm the one who does it is hilarious. Like you guys think COVID is sketches and stressful. My, everybody that's close to me, my boyfriend, my family, my friends are so done with me about how many times I think I have COVID. Like on the regular, I like sneeze. I have COVID. I have a headache. I have COVID. I feel some type of way. I feel like I have COVID. And so I'm annoying. Like I am so anxious. So, you know, I, and look at me, I'm probably jinxing myself right now. Oh my God, Chingao. Anyways, but I started to try my best to not apologize um, anymore at work for, you know, feeling my anxiety or my imposter syndrome. I started to ask questions and, you know, you know, try to put the imposter syndrome behind me. And I am the queen of questions. <laughs> like, I'm, and, I, and I'm annoying, and that's another anxiety for me is that I think everybody thinks I'm annoying. But I'm like that annoying three-year-old that asks, like, what's that? What's that? What's that? What's that? Like, about, like, literally everything for three hours straight. I'm, I'm that annoying about it. But the only difference <laughs> between me and a three-year-old is I'm like, wow, they think I'm an idiot for asking, right? And, like, did I ask them this before? Or, like, shit, I probably ask them, like, all the time that question. Oh, my God, what if they fire me? Like, I I think about that every time I ask questions. But literally, that helps me know that I'm actually probably doing a good job. So it's helpful. And literally, you guys, that's what's going on in my head. Like, clearly, I can talk a lot. Right now, I'm talking a lot, right? But imagine my thoughts. Imagine what is going on in my head. Ugh, this makes me need a sip. Let me take a little sip right now. So, there are methods that I do, you know, for getting rid of these feelings, of being an imposter and a fraud. So one is I figure out why I'm thinking that. Like, why do I think I can't do this? What happened to me to think this way at this moment? And, you know, if I had to complete a task and I don't think I can do do it or, like, you know, I, I, I screwed it up before, then I try to move on to something that's on my to-do list. And, you know, if if I did mess up, you know, I move on to the next thing. I try to just keep myself busy because then I just like wallow in like doubt. I mean, I, I a lot of people have seen me wallow and it's like I'm completely not myself. <laughs> like people know something is wrong with me because I'm just quiet and I'm freaking out internally. So I try not to go that route. So I just continue with the next thing and the next thing and the next thing or keep myself busy somehow. Second is, if you've been listening to my podcast, you definitely know that I have mentioned I am an affirmation validation bitch, okay? I need sometimes to be told I'm not going to mess up or that I'm not stupid. And so I do that by talking it out with others. I, you know, talk with coworkers or anyone really to remind myself I am asking a perfectly good question or that I've done this before and I'm going to do a pretty good job. So I try to talk it out. And thirdly is I separate my feelings from actual facts. Like 
I have been reassuring myself with past work, like, look at me, girl, like, I get accepted, look at me, girl, I go to conferences, look at me, girl, I've done it before, and so I try to kind of toot my own horn, even though I already do that on the regular, that's on me, I'm a little baby narcissist sometimes, but when I'm going through my imposter syndrome, I need it, I really do, so cheers, to the pain of tackling imposter syndrome. And if you suffer from imposter syndrome, good luck to you guys. So, anxiety is like seriously a huge thing for me. Like, I actually never really like knew I was anxious or had anxiety until, or like even mental health, honestly. I never really had conversations about mental health until like my adult life. And it's crazy. Because, I mean, I recognize that my entire family has, like, anger issues and anxiety. And if you're my cousin or my tío or somebody related to me, do not play around. Y'all know we got these issues, okay? And so we have these issues, but we, like, put them to the side. Like, it's like our culture or whatever the hell. Like, we think that it makes us look weak to not try and fix these issues. And, you know, the reason that I wanted to fix them is because, you know, getting my chest all tight and, you know, being really dead on myself is freaking ugly. Like, it's an ugly feeling for me. So, knowing the things I've been doing makes me feel like I try my best and make a different approach, you know, to improving myself and helping my anxieties. And clearly, you know, tackling anxiety is such a long process to kind of conquer. But, you know, y'all, I just turned 31 and I'm seeing my age in my emotions. Like, I am so emotional. If you knew me in college or when I was younger, I was, like, so, like, ew to everything, like, real tough. Like, oh, my God, screw you. Like, mentally, I was just, like, tough as hell. And now I'm, like, an angry crier. Like, I'm, like, like, mm. <laughs> I'm so weird. I'm really the worst. And I, and it's just every year I get, like, more emotion. So anything pisses me off. Anything. Like, Anything makes me worried. Anything makes me sad. You know, I feel bad for my husband and kids in the future because, oh, shoot. Like, I don't know. But lucky for them, you know, I'm working on that now. At least trying. And, you know, I see a therapist to explain better how I can do things and, you know, how I'm taking sometimes the wrong approach or how to better help myself realizing when I do need to, um, you know, take a step back and work on myself. And I admit, I'm not perfect, but I'm, you know, not an imposter to things that I learn to be efficient at, and I have never proven that to be wrong. Well, sometimes I do, but I, you know, I need to have a lot more self-love, and I think that we all do. So this is something that we need to push forward into the new year. So cheers again to self-love this time. You know, everybody needs to have a little bit more self-love in 2021 because we are doing great. Cheers. Also, you know, a, a lot of me, I don't want to say part of me, but... A lot of me wonders about, you know, people who do reality shows and shit and they're like 
on their stories after they've filmed these shows and saying like their anxiety is like an insane daily battle. And I don't know if it's because of actual the show that made them have anxiety or they had this struggle bug like all their life. But if if it was me, let me tell you, I'm slightly narcissistic and definitely an attention whore. But this this at the same time, I could never handle that shit because I know my anxiety would be like past the roof like I'd be like oh my god do I look weird do I look like Randall from Monsters Inc do I look like I'm seven like I just don't know how I could do it and I really gotta say you know these people are very confident and secure or you know do it to feel secure um to be on these shows so I really don't know I really don't know. Oh my gosh, but do you want to know what? Actually, cheesement time. This is cheesement time. There's this girl on The Bachelor. Um, she was on, I can't even remember. I think it was Ari's season. And she she went to high school with me. So if you guys are from where I'm from, y'all will know what I'm talking about. But there was this girl and she went on The Bachelor. And no joke, you guys, I have never heard this person speak. I, I saw her a lot in high school. I think she's only a year younger than me, but she, I've never heard her speak ever. So I would have never imagined her to actually be on the show. And well, what do you know? Like she didn't even make it. Like they, we still didn't hear her voice on the show either. And she got sent home the first night. But where I'm from is like legit, like little. So the top story after like during the bachelor show um this chick got freaking arrested at target for shoplifting like $300 worth of shit from there after she was on the show right and i'm like what type of shit do you got to go through to steal steal from target after you just went on national tv on a reality show and oh and Weird thing is, like, $300 worth of shit that you're stealing from Target, like, that's a lot of stuff that you're either putting in your bag or in your clothes. Like, what did you steal? A mini fridge? Or, like, not even, like, what could you have stolen? $300. I, uh, that's a really good question. Hey, I might dig into that to see what she stole because that is so weird. But I know it was, like, around $300. But, you know, how crazy. And I wonder... I wonder where her anxiety level is now, you know, that she's gone to jail. Her face has been plastered all over. I'm not trying to ruin her time. So I didn't say her name anyways. But yeah, you know, that chick, she had a ton of confidence to go on The Bachelor. She still didn't talk. At least I didn't hear her. So that's pretty interesting. And speaking of The Bachelor, oh my gosh, you guys, here we go. If you guys watch The Bachelorette, there's a guy um, who was on there named Bennett, um, and he was hella confident, like, freaking beaming. Like, he can't even spell limousine, but he's out here, like, dressed to impress, reminding everyone he's very grown, and that he's a Harvard grad, even though... Like, we all know, you guys, that he was, like, a little baby full house kid who got in because his mom and dad paid for him to get in there. And, like, also, actually, I don't know what he does for a living. But, 
And, you know, what 40-year-old is telling people where he went to college? Like, no one is asking him. And I never talk about, like, I never bring that up. Like, oh, by the way, like, this is the college I went to. But um, I didn't go to Harvard, so. Yeah, and I don't also really. I'm not a good speller either, so. I shouldn't be hating on him, but I'm not hating on him. I'm saying that his confidence was, like, mad confident. Like, his confidence was confident. So, it's really interesting because that guy, I would assume, doesn't have any real, you know, psycho anxieties, but who the hell knows? So, you know, let's sip to, you know, these reality show folk, you know? Cheers. Oh my god. And speaking of it, there was a guy, if you guys, again, if you guys are watching The Bachelorette, this guy riled me up. If you guys watch the show, there was a guy who's on there who had these mad balls. Like, they definitely don't have imposter syndrome because this guy, this fool, Yusuf, was on there and was offended and disgusted that the production of the show he voluntarily signed up to be on had a dodgeball strip challenge that you guys, he wasn't even on. Like, he wasn't even there. And he lost his freaking mind. He gaslighted the shit out of her. And being the definition of a douchebag on national TV. And then he comes on and says he will not apologize for his actions. And that he hopes someone would call out his daughter if she participated in that. And, you know... Let me pause before I tell you this bit. I went on his Insta, right? Because as a woman and private investigator that I am, I saw that this puto had a freaking post of himself in his chonies. So what? You know, I don't under... And, you know, como que that you're disrespectful and that you'd, you'd never... And, you know, see, he got me rolled up. <laughs> you know, I don't play with people who are like that. I call that an excuse for me to punch someone in the throat. And it's just so messed up for people to disrespect someone for no reason when they did nothing to them, you know? Lord. Uh, I got so rolled up right now. My blood pressure is... Let me, let me take another sip, okay? Thank goodness. Well, I didn't mean to go (laughs) off on a tangent of The Bachelorette, but moral of the story is imposter syndrome shouldn't take over your life because it's a feeling that you can bulldoze over quickly if you actually try and figure out a way to do so. And also, if you have imposter syndrome or anxiety and were in a reality show, please let me know how the hell you had the guts to try that out. And how it, you know, went for you. Not that I want to know because I want to do that. Hell no. But I think it would be interesting to, you know, know what you're feeling. Know what was going on in your head. So, yeah. Let me know. Well, cheers to you guys. Cheers to the holidays. Cheers to the vaccine coming in to tackle COVID. Like, we are going to try tackling imposter syndrome. And cheers to staying safe and anxiety-free this season. Cheers, you guys.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Cheese Man Wine. Please rate the podcast five stars and also follow and subscribe to the channel. Thank you all again for coming and listening to me talk about stuff, you know, that nobody asked for, but I'm really passionate about it at the moment. So thanks for taking this fun podcast journey with me for 20 episodes. I really love all of you guys, um, even the haters. Besitos. Again, wear your masks, you crazies. Like, another little cheese my bit before we um, end is that if you see people, you know, out here without a mask, please understand that's an uneducated person. I don't care if you are a nurse or a doctor or whatever and you think you are knowledgeable. If you are out at bars and, you know, frolicking around without a mask while people are um, dying, um, because of people like you, that's why they're dying. And if you are a Christian, for that matter, Lord have mercy on your little baby, sad, little cold-hearted soul, because that's an education. So wear the mask, you guys. And if you don't want to look uneducated, then get a gorge mask, you know? There's a lot out there. They're selling a ton. And so get a cute mask, you guys. Put them on. And obviously, if you're at home or, you know, out where nobody is around you and you're with the same people every single day, okay, then you don't have to wear a mask, okay? You're excused. But you know who who I'm talking about, so shove it and put a mask on your face. We are almost to 2021, the year 2021. And I cannot wait to talk to y'all in the new year. Let me know on my Instagram if there is any cheesement you are ready to hear about because y'all know I got it. Happy holidays, you guys. And I look forward to chatting with you guys soon. <laughs>